Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about sports today. We're going to talk about that NFL draft that's going to happen this uh, this coming Thursday, Saturday, just Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. You know, as you know, the first round's on Thursday. Second and third is on Friday, and uh, fourth through seventh is going to be on Saturday. So we're going to break it down and look at these three quarterbacks that are going to be taken in the draft. They're going to be in the first round. You got guys like Tua uh, from Alabama. You got guys like Burrow from uh, LSU, and you got Herbert, who's from Oregon. Those are the top three quarterbacks on the board this year, and we're going to see who exactly is going to get picked first, who should get picked first, who might be the safest pick, um, and what to expect. You know, So what are the pros and cons of both of all three of these players? So first off, we all know that Cincinnati's nine times out of ten – 9.9 times out of 10, they're going to take Joe Burrow to be their quarterback. He's in a kid who's from Ohio. It just makes sense for Cincinnati to pick the Ohio kid who just had the greatest season for quarterback in NCAA history. And, you know, he threw 60 touchdowns, guys. Just think about that for a minute. 60 touchdowns in, what, 14 games this year, 15 games this year. So, yeah, they're going to have Joe Burrow. They're going to draft him. He's He will be the first pick of the draft. He's going to put butts in the seats. He is going to bring some electricity to that team, whether it's through his actual talent or just namesake for, you know, you know, just actually for that squad or not. So, yeah, so Joe Burrow, the next pick in the draft or the next quarterback taken to be, I guess, around the five or six range. And you're looking at either – it could, you know, easily be Miami. It could be the Chargers. Who knows? But the next quarterback that's going to be taken, this is where the toss is going to be. Is it going to be Tua? Is it going to be Justin Herbert from Oregon? You know, from Oregon. I have no idea. But let's go and look at some pros and cons, these guys. First, let's look at who we think is going to be the first pick of the draft, and it's going to be Joe Burrow, right? So Joe Burrow, what do we like about Joe Burrow? NFL size, about 6'4", 230 pounds, very mobile guy. Um, you know, so he can make plays with his feet. Uh, man, he's had the best season ever, like I said, for a actual college quarterback. Um, he had a hell of a QBR this year. I think his QBR is 202 points this year. Um, yeah, he is a little bit older, you know, so he's been in college, if I'm not mistaken, now five years. He had the redshirt season and then two seasons at Ohio State. Uh, transferred to LSU and had two seasons at LSU. So he's an older quarterback. I think he'll be 23 when he uh, takes his first start, if he does start his first game uh, for the season as a pro. So he's kind of seen it all, right? He's gone through the progressions. He's seen it all. He's he's He is matured in his game, if that makes sense. But we'll talk about his maturity later on in this episode too. And – like I said, he's seen it all. He has he's seen all the ups and downs. He's been the guy who's a third stringer, then to a second stringer, and then possibly going for first string, and then have a guy like Haskins come in and takes the job at Ohio State and becomes a first round draft pick, and then goes to LSU, and then he starts and doesn't really play too well his first year. At LSU was a starter, and then he explodes into the scene in his uh, last year, so his fifth year of eligibility. 
and he has great instincts. Um, I don't know what happened this, you know, you know, from the 18 season to the 19 season, but his instincts have been amazing. Like he just has a feel for the pocket, a great presence for the pocket. Uh, hell of a player this year. Hell of a player this year. It's the best season that we've seen from a quarterback in NCAA history. Yeah, best season ever. You know, and I'm a Texas guy. I'm a Texas fan. I'm a Texas alum. So for me to say that, you know, I am from Louisiana. Uh, which is crazy. My mom's favorite team is LSU, and she probably would have wanted me to go to LSU. But, you know, I hey, hey, I went against the grain. I'm a Texas boy. Hook them all day long. But Joe Burrow, man, what a season he had. Now, let's look at uh, Tua. Tua, what did Tua do? Three years of sustained excellence. All right? Three years of sustained excellence. And you, you know, some people might say, well, he wasn't excellent his first year. Well, he did win a national championship, and it was because of him. He came in, and everybody with eyes knew that Tua was the best quarterback on that Alabama squad. Um, it's just that Jalen was such a good kid. He was just such a good kid, man. And he was so loyal, and he could have transferred, and he didn't. He was just so loyal. And Alabama fans have a – a soft spot in their heart for Jalen for the rest of his life. He is royalty in Alabama. And I can say that because my in-laws are from Alabama. I had two sister-in-laws that went to UA. I have two nieces that went to UA. Um, So I know uh, what Jalen means to that school. So Batua, when he came into the scene and he won that national championship game, that was amazing. He pretty much took the breath out of Georgia what else, guys? He can make every throw in the field, man. Tua has an arm. He has arm talent that is second to none. Uh, very reminiscent of just think last year with, with Kyler Murray. Kyler could make every throw in the field. It, it didn't matter his size. He made every throw in the field, and he was just amazing. Um, and the same thing goes for Tua. Tua can make every throw, and he makes it look very easy. Um, and just think about this for a minute, guys. For as great of a season as Joe Burrow had last year, all right, he had a 202 QBR. Tua had a 206 QBR. So let's think about that for a minute. For as great of a season as Joe Burrow had last year, Tua had a 206 QBR and Burrow had a 202. So he bested him in QBR. All right. And they're two season average, right? So let's let's combine the 2018 season and, and, and the 2019 season. And Tua bested Burrow on that too. Uh, Burrow had 76 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Um, with 28 starts, and Tua had 76 touchdowns, nine interceptions, so less interceptions, and he had four less starts. So if we add those four starts in there, you know, let's say a couple of touchdowns a game, you know, you're looking at, you know, four times two is eight. You're looking at a guy who probably has, you know, well over 84 to 85 touchdowns over two seasons. So he didn't even play. I mean, he, he missed four games last year. And uh, he was just on pace too to be a Heisman finalist. So it was it was him and him and Burrow. And one more thing, guys. When we're talking about QBR, let's look at the QBR for the career. Right. So Tua's QBR for his career is 199. Okay, 199 point QBR for you know for Tua. Burrow, 172 for his career. And if you take out that magical season last year. It's 133. That is very pedestrian-like. So a lot, a lot to take in on that. But we got a third quarterback out there 
Justin Herbert from Oregon, man. What do we like about Justin Herbert? NFL body, NFL size already, man. 6'6", 240 pounds. And he has the frame where he can easily be a guy that's 250. And But he's not a bad he, – he doesn't carry that 240 bad. He – he has uh, he has the frame to to fill out. Um, go look at the way he looks, and look at it the way a Carson Wentz looks, or you know, like he has that kind of frame. Actually, Herbert's a little bit more muscular than uh, the Wentz is. Uh, his athletic ability, I mean, he can run. He and he can run really well, and he has the instincts where he can take off and run really well. And also, he's really good at the zone read, um, which is the new NFL. I mean, go look at all the teams, right? You know, you look at guys, look at the the Kansas Cities, look at the Baltimores, the, um, look at the teams with the athletic quarterbacks. They are utilizing their athletic ability. Even Carson Wentz with the Eagles, they were utilizing that. I will wish the Cowboys would do it more. I'm a Cowboy fan, guys. I wish that they would do it more with, to actually take advantage of the running ability from Dak Prescott. But Justin Herbert, zone read guy, the new NFL perfect for him he will do wonders in this league he has a big arm man can he throw the ball I mean he has a big arm. he's a cannon for an arm accuracy is a little bit different but we'll talk about that later and when you see him in the pocket guys he's just poised cool calm and collective one thing that is shocking to me about Justin Herbert if you squint just a little bit you can look at him and you know, he has the long hair like Trevor Lawrence, right? Looking like Sean Sines from uh, you know, from the from the Denzel movie, Remember the Titans. Um poised like him, he can run. And we all saw how uh, Trevor Lawrence could run in, in those two playoff games. And I, he's not Trevor Lawrence, guys, so let's get that out of here. But he looks just enough like him, even the look. And some people will get caught up in all that and say he looks like Trevor he kind of plays like him let's take a flyer on him now yeah we'll see I'm not saying that he's no Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence is 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 probably the best quarterback prospect we've seen since Elway and uh that's a hell of a prospect Justin Herbert is cool calm collective under pressure athletic quarterback who can run and he has a big arm. And NFL covets quarterbacks who have big arms and are big guys, the 6'6", 240-pound guys. They do. They love those guys. So let's take a look at who's who might be the safest pick. All right? So if you look at the QBRs, right, we already talked about the QBRs. Tua, 199, um, you know, for his three years at the Alabama Burrow has a 172 and Herbert has a 153, but a little deceiving. Let's let's look at this for a minute. Herbert has a 153, but he started a ton of games. So a 153 is is an above average, but it's right there, literally around average, um, just a tad bit above average. All right, but um, you know, I already told you about Burrow with the excellent season. You take the excellent season, he has a 133, which is very pedestrian. All right, so uh, let's look at. The, Let's look at the cons on these guys. What are some things against these guys, right? We all know Tua's cons. He's injury prone. Three surgeries, right, guys? Two in the ankle, one in the hip. Very injury prone. He has he's a thicker guy. You know, body type kind of reminds you of a Russell Wilson. Um, you know, he's about six one, two hundred what, two, two hundred and ten pounds or so. I mean, I'm sorry, six one, two hundred and twenty pounds. 
you know, so he's a thicker guy. You would think that he would be able to take some more contact than what he has, but it looks like Tua, uh, he, he tries to extend plays more than he should. And, uh, and it seems like that's when he starts to get injured. Hey, man, if the play's not there, let it be. You don't have to be Superman every play, right? Just let it be. Let it be, right? And, yeah, he's injury prone. We've already said that. Now, Burrow, well, I'm going to say Burrow for last. Herbert, what are his cons? What are the things that are a negative thing against uh, Herbert? So, his QBR is not the best. Like I said, 153 over his four years as a uh, starter at uh, Oregon. So he started, I think, eight games the first year, eight games the second year, and then he started the, the you know like the full season for his third and fourth years. But uh, Mike Rennan, or Mike Renner, I'm sorry, from Pro Football Focus, he did a a stat on Herbert and on Tua and on Burrow, right? And let me read this off to you guys. Herbert has one of the worst percentage of uncatchable balls to wide open wide receivers. So Herbert is 18.1%. 18.1% of his of the balls that he throws to wide open receivers are uncatchable. Tua had the best at 4.3%. Burrow had 5.1%. All right. So wide open receivers, he can't hit them. I mean, he 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 misses them almost one out of five times, which is horrible. I mean, you got a wide open guy. I understand that could just be jitters in your system. And they always say the hardest guy to hit is the is the one who's wide open. But that's a trait that you got to get out your system, right? You got to get that out your system. Sometimes Herbert is also a, a little bit of a structured guy. You, he's like very mechanical. One, two, three. One, two, three. You can kind of anticipate what he's doing. But yeah. Awesome player, but let's uh, go to a small commercial break, and we're going to talk about Joe Burrow. And we're back, guys. I told you we're going to talk about Joe Burrow next, all right, on the things that I think he needs to work on as a quarterback. All right, this is going to get a little bit personal, so a lot of my LSU fans are probably going to hate me right now, like my mom and my boy Stu and uh, everybody else I grew up with, my uncle Rod, my cousin Jay. They're going to all hate me for saying this. My cousin Maine, they're all going to hate me. They're all going to hate me for saying this. First off, disclaimer, I love what Joe Burrow did this year. My only thing with Joe Burrow is where was this in 18 when you were to start at LSU? Because nobody saw this, guys. He was a pedestrian quarterback when he was in LSU in 2018. He didn't see the field at Ohio State the two previous years. And then we get this guy, right, in 2019. And we've never uh, seen a guy who has made a jump that great and in one season, especially coming from where he was in 2018, what do we think about that? Okay, he had a great, he had the the greatest statistical season in NCAA football history. Get it, love it, but he did it for one season. The previous three years, he didn't do it, and and, and he was with the same team, and he had Jefferson on his team, and he had a Jamar Chase on his team, and and, and he had great players. You know, LSU has great players. Ohio State has great players, guys. I mean, they put players in the league every year. LSU is is slated to put four guys into the league in the first round on Thursday. All right? So they have great players. Where was this guy in 2018? One thing also about Joe Burrow that kind of ags me a little bit is 
2019, he had a different moxie about him, a little bit of arrogance about him. Um, And I don't like to equate this name to certain people, but very Johnny Manzellish, very Baker Mayfieldish, if that makes any sense. Uh, and I say Baker Mayfield because a lot of the things he did, and I can even say Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield's always been this guy. Love him or hate him, he was a hell of a player to watch in college. Love him or hate him, Heisman Trophy winner. Um, he was. The guy that you saw when he left Oklahoma was the same guy that you saw when he played at Texas Tech and when he played at Oklahoma. He always had attitude about him. Joe Burrow didn't have that guy. So this is be honest. He wasn't that guy. He wasn't that guy to have that arrogance. He wasn't the guy to have that moxie, right? And when I say this, I'm only saying this because look at this, just look at some of the things he did this year when he started to win. When he started to win and be confident in himself. You know, I don't care who he played. He can he could have played against uh you know the the Patriots for all I care. So don't even think about what I'm about to say and say I'm only saying this because I went to Texas. But at the Texas game, when LSU's winning the game and the game is won, right? Texas is about to do the onside kick, the game's won. Joe Burrow looks at the students and starts waving goodbye to him. Now, okay, that's not too big, right? So okay, you you do that. You know, I think your leader of your team needs to be a little bit more uh Leaderish, <laughs> respectful, um, but, but that's cool. If that's the only thing you do, that's cool. But then he follows this up with a few other things that I really didn't like throughout the season. Um, national championship game, right? Uh, running out the field, pointing at your ring finger. Another thing I didn't like about him was after you win the game, just smoking a cigar with a hat that says Big D Joe, and you can imagine what the D stands for. And I always say, guys, that success brings out who you truly are. And I don't know if I want that guy. uh, I don't know if I want that guy, the big D Joe guy, uh, the very arrogant guy as the leader of my team, because you weren't this guy your whole career. And now you are that guy that has this moxie and arrogance about you. And, And I didn't see this guy last year. And does that. Is that uh, going to be representative of what the Cincinnati Bengals are going to get? Are they going to get the guy who's going to be arrogant? Um, Because the NFL is going to humble you. And I think that's why Peyton Manning came out yesterday and he said he had a conversation with Joe Burrow and he told him, it's going to be the hardest thing you ever done for your first year. He threw, I think Peyton threw 26 interceptions his first year, the most ever uh, by a rookie quarterback. And that record still still holds to this day. First greatest Peyton was, guys. He has one record that, that isn't the best. But yeah, you know, success brings out who you truly are. And Cincinnati's not a good team, guys. If he gets drafted by Cincinnati and they're not um, great off the bat, no matter how good he has been, those those throws have to be a little bit faster. No matter how fast he threw the ball in college, those those reads got to be quicker. Um, the instincts have to be a little bit quicker, a lot quicker. You're dealing with guys who run four fours off the edges. Right. I don't care what conference you're in. You're not going against it every weekend. Okay, so when Cincinnati doesn't win, when, you know, what's going to happen with the antics? Is he going to be pointing at his finger then? Is he going to wear that same hat, the big D Joe 
hat is he going to wave at the crowd you know like when Cincinnati plays the Steelers and let's say for instance if they beat the Steelers is he going to go look at the fans and wave at the crowd I mean is he really going to do that um if so uh, I don't see any owner or general manager being very happy about their franchise player doing that on the field um so it's, it's just little things like that and let's be honest guys we didn't see Joe Burrow do this until Joe Brady came from the Saints to be the passing game coordinator for LSU. And we all know who Joe Brady is now. He was the assistant coach of the year um, in college football. He won the Bros Bro- Award. Yeah. And now he is the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. Um, Matt Rule from Baylor got that head coaching job and went and, and took him and said, come on, let's make this thing work. So, if Joe Burrow never had Joe Brady in his life, would we be talking about Joe Burrow right now? That's the question, right? I don't think so. And another thing that kind of ags me about Joe Burrow is, is he a scheme fit? I mean, was he great because of the scheme? Some guys you can look at and be like, that dude's good. No matter what scheme he's in, he, he, can, he can do it. So is it a scheme fit for Joe Burrow? I always said that Cincinnati, if they knew that they were going to take Joe Burrow, I would have offered Joe Brady the OC job and paid him whatever he wanted. But um, they didn't. He's in Carolina, and now we shall see what's going to happen. So on that note, guys, we looked at everything. We did the pros and cons on all the players. Oh, one more thing, guys. The the NFL Wonderlook test scores came out. All right, The average is 20. Joe Burrow scored a 34. All right. Justin Herbert scored a 25, Tua scored a 19. And a lot of people are wondering, is this 19 a red flag? Guys, give it up, man. It's look, there's a thing called football smarts and there's a thing called book smarts, right? And of course, Joe Burrow's gonna be a little bit more book smart because he was in college for five years. He should be a little bit more book smart. Um Tua a 19, um, should not make any excuses. I've been hearing a lot of excuses. People saying he's just rehabbing, trying to get ready for the NFL. Everybody's trying to get ready for the NFL, so that's not an excuse. You know, but don't look at that Wonderlook test, guys, and, and say that the guy's going to do this or do that. Dan Marino, horrible Wonderlook test. What happened to him? He's doing pretty damn good. Um, Lamar Jackson, MVP of the league. Wonderlook test won by nothing. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, his Wonderlook test wasn't the best. Guess what? We're talking about if this guy stays healthy, he's going to be the greatest quarterback they ever played this game. You know, there are a lot of quarterbacks who did not do well on the Wanderlust test. So do not um, place all your your all your faith in that test. All right. So it is what it is. Tua is going to get picked high. But I tell you what, if Tua does start to slide, guys, two teams to be looking at to go get him. And that is going to be if if Tua gets past five and six, if he doesn't get picked by the Dolphins or the Chargers, then he's going to take a little bit of a slide, guys. The Dolphins might still be able to get him with their second pick if they don't trade out of it, but do not be surprised if if the Patriots kind of move up and go get him. And wouldn't that be something, that Bill Belichick can go get the quarterback he wants uh, after Brady leaves? And another team to watch, I haven't heard this, but it would just be funny if the – with all the contract distractions that are going on with Dak Prescott, could you imagine if the Cowboys moved up a few spots and got him if he was still hanging out there and told, told Dak to go packing? That would be uh, something. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a very interesting draft. So, yeah, on that note, guys, let's let's take a look at some at some NFL stuff and some NFL free agent movements or possible 
free agent movements, guys. Leonard Fournette. Uh, looks like the Jaguars do not uh, want to pay him that 4.5 this year in his fourth year and then have to do that. They got a fifth-year option. Um, so they would have to pay him a ton of money in that fifth-year option. Uh, so he is on the trade blocks right now. And I think $4.5 million for Leonard Fournette on the trade blocks, if I'm a team, I'm taking that. But I think what teams are scared of now is that if they do take that $4.5 million trade, and you trade something for him, your expectations is to sign him after the season. And some teams may not want to sign him. So um, it's going to be interesting because Leonard Fournette lobbied very hard to try to get Cam Newton to come to Jacksonville. So it's going to be interesting. And OBJ. OBJ is with Cleveland, but there's been trade rooms for him going to the Vikings. I thought that that would have been a hell of a trade. But we'll see what's going to happen, guys. It's, it's, it's going to be very, very, very interesting. But, you know, but going back to the Fournette trade, it looks like – Let's keep it real. If Jacksonville is trying to trade him, then they are trying to tank this year. They already traded Foles, so they don't have a quarterback. And if they trade their star running back, then they don't have a running back. And now they're tanking, dude. They're tanking. They want Trevor Lawrence. They're tanking hard, and they're showing it. So, wow. A lot to take in there, guys. But, hey, i got to end this, man. We've been on here too long today. And uh, you guys know what I say, guys. Every podcast, I end it with the do you message, guys. Do you, man. Don't be afraid to fail. I grow your environment. Understand your brilliance, man. On that note, man, Nino's Corner. I'm out. Later.